Begin transmission of Rob's soapbox. Trump wins! And then he doesn't. And then... Ugh. Here's your soapbox for the week of October 18th, 2020. We've got about two weeks to go until Election Day, November 3rd, and it's time to lay out exactly what you need to be prepared for. Because one thing that's been constant in 2020 has been disappointment. And much of that is our own fault. When the shutdown began in March, far too many of us believed it would be over in just a few weeks. Our own president suggested that by Easter, everything would be back to normal. Remember that? And then as time went on, we kept creating and clinging to fake goalposts like Memorial Day, July 4th, everything will be better, the new school year. On and on it went as we were endlessly devastated to realize that no, we're not back to normal. We're not even close still to this day. I've tried. I really have. I'm not trying to be a jerk or be condescending, but... I mean, I told you, for example, back in May that the Aftershock concert wasn't going to happen as scheduled with Metallica in October, and yet so many of you clung to it right up until late July when it was made official. I told you in the summer that New Year's Eve and Times Square would be canceled, and you insisted I was wrong right up until I wasn't a couple weeks ago. I've been telling you that 2021 isn't the cure to 2020. And still, too many of you actually believe that come January 1st, everything will be fine. But most disturbingly, a mind-numbing number of Americans on both sides of the political aisle believe that Election Day is the cure to what ails us, which is beyond stupid, naive, and dangerous. It's maliciously delusional. Election Day is not only not the cure, it's the next dose of poison in 2020, and you better prepare yourself. And that's why I'm here. Now let's start with this fundamental fact that you have to accept. There's no such thing as Election Day this year. As of right now, more than 20 million Americans have already voted via early and or mail-in ballots. More importantly, we aren't going to actually know diddly squat on the night of November 3rd, Election Night, other than the fact that we're beyond thoroughly fucked. Election Day? Come on. Election week would be a miracle. I doubt election month is even appropriate. The likeliness that we genuinely know who has been declared the winner of the presidential election by Thanksgiving is somewhere between Slim and none. And Slim just left town. All credit to Curtis Strange. That is a very vague reference. Notice I use the term declared the winner. That's intentional. The way the next many weeks are about to play out in America, barring something extraordinary even by 2020 standards, guarantees one thing. Unlike in 2016, when half the nation melted down emotionally over the results of the election, this year, in true 2020 fashion, it'll be so, 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 so much worse. It won't be half the nation being devastated. It'll be half of us being convinced that the results are bogus, stolen, and invalid. And in a year defined by our very way of life being taken away from us by COVID and our stupid, absurd reaction to it, if half of us believe that our vote has been ripped away as well, God only knows what happens in the nation of guns. How exactly will it play out? Well, here's your possibilities with handicapping odds included for your terror. The least likely scenario is that on election night, November 3rd, former Vice President Joe Biden is declared the winner through same-day voting results, exit polls, and the few states who have begun to count early mail-in ballots. Now, why is this... Least likely, not because I do or don't believe Biden's going to win, but because it's the only way that the election isn't a disaster. And there's simply no reason to believe that anything this year is going to avoid being a calamity, particularly our presidential election. 
If Biden were to be ahead and or declared a winner by extraordinary margins on election night, he would declare victory. And it really would be irrelevant whether or not Trump conceded. The results would continue to roll in. The calls from even Republicans would become louder for Trump to step aside. And the Trump presidency would be over and with very little fanfare. Because there'd be basically no credible or even nutty way to claim that the election wasn't valid under that scenario. And that's why there's essentially no way this is going to happen. The most likely scenario is that on election night, President Trump is going to be wildly ahead, especially in the battleground states that will truly determine the results. For those of you that don't remember how the Electoral College works, I don't have time to go over it, but we're talking Florida, to a lesser degree Ohio, Pennsylvania for sure, North Carolina, Nevada, Michigan, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Arizona. They're the ones to watch. As those states report results, they will be almost exclusively tied solely to people who voted on Election Day. And the overwhelming majority of people planning to vote on November 3rd on Election Day are Republicans and or Trump supporters. Now, laws vary state by state, but for the most part, early votes, the ones that have already been cast, they can't begin to be counted until Election Day. And the process for doing so, particularly as it relates to mail-in ballots, is much more tedious than the process for traditional votes made at polling places. One involves opening envelopes and all this other crap. The other involves just putting a ballot into a machine. Therefore, common sense dictates that traditional same-day voting returns and results will show Trump with a wide lead on the night of November 3rd, Election Day. And even though literally tens of millions of ballots will have yet to be counted... It is likely that he will, whether the media has agreed or declared him such, declare victory, much to the joy of his followers. But unlike in 2016, Trump's proclamation of victory will not be followed by a concession by Joe Biden, nor the emotional breakdown of Democrats. In fact, they'll be more emboldened than ever. And what will ensue over the following days land somewhere between chaotic and horrifying. The Democrats will rightfully claim that every vote matters and must be counted. And that there are tens of millions early and mail-in ballots that need to be counted. And the overwhelming majority of them are from registered Democrats. We already know that. We'll know it even more on Election Day. In some states, including Pennsylvania, remember I mentioned that earlier as a battleground state, ballots this year are being accepted to up to 72 hours after Election Day. Election Day is Tuesday. Pennsylvania will accept ballots until Friday. Who in their right mind thinks we're going to know anything on Election Day? Come on, grow up. As those ballots are counted across the country, the race will, without question, tighten. And Trump's lead will shrink. As it does, Trump and his followers, emboldened by his proclamation of victory, will squeal and scream about ballot tampering. And they may be right. Look, it's true that experts on both sides of the political aisle up until now agree that there's no quantifiable ev evidence of mail-in voting resulting in fraud. But we've never seen such participation to the level it is this year. Historically, both Democrats and Republicans have essentially determined that while mistakes happen, when it comes to mail-in voting, the mistakes occur in equal numbers, and they affect both parties, and they essential, essentially just cancel each other out. In 2020, that modeling is meaningless. We have record numbers of people voting early and an avalanche of ballots that'll have to be counted, the overwhelming majority of which will come from Democratic voters. And whether any shenanigans actually occur 
will be, for the most part, irrelevant. Trump and his supporters will believe nothing that shows him losing his lead. And countless lawsuits will be filed across the country. By the way, by this time, it's late November. And the country's beyond on edge. We don't know who the president is. Thanksgiving dinners will be a real treat as families get together and find it impossible to not talk about it. Maybe Dr. Anthony Fauci is on to something when he encourages us all to cancel the holiday this year. Not for his reasons. Oh, be afraid of COVID. Rather, we should probably just be terrified of our angry and drunk friends and relatives who are going to ruin everything by talking about this. And if the streets aren't already filled with angry and rioting Americans by this time, they'll be getting ready on both sides. Because in the end, it's impossible for any person with common sense to believe that this election will not be determined ultimately by the Supreme Court of the United States. And if that comes to pass, and if Trump is declared the winner by a 6-3 to three conservative majority that includes a justice he just put on the bench... The left will come unglued, unhinged, and uncontrollable. And as we've seen over the past couple months across America, they'll be met by far-right vigilantes and white nationalist groups that are more than ready for the fight. Conversely, imagine if Biden is declared the winner. Maybe the Supreme Court cedes to various specific states' upper court rulings or simply refuses to rule by fiat, which is not a ridiculous idea in a John Roberts-led court. Even more likely, actually, is that the court will force the House of Representatives to choose the president, as the Constitution demands, when they, the new House, is sworn in on January 5th. That would be very John Roberts-esque. Keep the court out of it. In any event, if after all of this, Trump is not deemed to be the winner, Trump supporters, who have already shown their willingness to defend their beliefs, and who will feel as though their country is literally being stolen from them, will galvanize and unite, and they'll make those far-right militias who are plotting to kidnap Democratic governors this summer look like amateurs. There are myriad other possibilities, and they're all bad. Many of them are confusing and over people's heads, which will add to the mayhem, because our ignorance, we won't understand what, what, what we're being told is happening. And then we just get confused and angry. Like, for example, various state governors and legislatures could demand that their electors don't actually represent the will of their voters. Now, did that sentence make any sense to you? Probably didn't. But it's a very real possibility. Like, for example, imagine if the popular vote in Florida goes to Joe Biden. But the Republican-controlled state leadership and a very pro-Trump governor amend the state laws, which they can do, to allow for the reallocation of the state's electoral votes to just go to Trump, even though that's not who the state voted for. That scenario is being talked about on both sides. They're not even pretending not to talk about it. So there you have it. What? You didn't expect a prediction from me, did you? Come on, not in 2020. The only thing for certain is that the unexpected does not even begin to describe what you should expect in November. Whatever happens and whatever the outcome, it's going to be awful. I take no joy in saying that. I'm not one of these media people who lives by the if it bleeds, it leads thing and roots for ultimate chaos, as entertaining as it is. This nation is not going to unite. Far from it. It's going to burn, either literally or figuratively or both. And regardless who is ultimately sworn in on January 20th of 2021 as our president, half of this nation is going to genuinely believe that the end of America is here. COVID was never our biggest challenge in 2020, and it still isn't. We are.
We the people. We are the true disease. And we not only have no vaccine for our division, hatred, ignorance, and arrogance, we have no desire to find one. We just want the other side to die. That is the true state of the union. This concludes the transmission of Rob's Soapbox. Please proceed to radradio.com.